Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today, this is our third movie in our Thanksgiving, our annual Thanksgiving. And today we are doing The Burbs, 1989, starring Mr. Tom Hanks, the lovable Tom Hanks. Sorry. I, we had something for we had something for Halloween. I figured I'd throw something in there for this. All right. It's Thanksgiving. That's all Tom Hanks all the time, all through November. And of course, uh, we want to remind everybody who's listening in, if you have never found a reason to watch The Burbs, please make this the reason that you do so. Uh, you can currently find it streaming on Peacock. That's where I yeah, have to watch it. Same. Uh, with commercials. I felt like such a homeless person. Um, but, you know, here we are. Well, and the, the commercials are like, they suck because they're too short to do anything during. Like, yeah. if you're like, yay, I'm going to go take a pee, you don't have time. So. No, yeah. Nope. Uh, and so, yeah, watch it there. Come back and join us for the conversation. We'll give you a few seconds to go do that. Watch the movie and then come back. Hold on. Hold on. This is what Adam Deggie's dick sees all the time. <laughs> <laughs> The view. Yep. Yeah. See, if you're not watching on Twitch, this is what you're missing. But uh, yeah, we'll movie, watch it and join us for the conversation. And you're back. All right. We've all seen the movie now. We can catch up with things and talk about the film. And of course, Mandy, you and I, we don't like to talk about these movies by ourselves. Uh, we need someone nope. to take sides. And today we are very excited to have an exclusive interview on the date of his album dropping. Uh, please go check it out on iTunes. Buy the damn thing. It's called Limp Nodes. It's a comedy album by Mr. Adam Daggy. Please welcome Adam to the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back. How have you been, man? That's me. I'm that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's an honor that we got to, to talk to you on the date of, of your drop, your, your album I drop. I wouldn't That's have cool. it any other way. Perfect. How, <laughs> how often are you looking at the numbers? If I'm being honest, I don't even know how to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm very stupid. I mean, it it honestly took me a minute just to figure out how to, because you got to jump through all these hoops. Anytime you just get on the Apple Music app, it asks you to like sign up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And oh, I don't yeah. want to sign up. And then I don't even know how to like look up the chart top 10. Is it overall? Is it just com comedy? I don't even know how it works. And it. Right now, as far as I know, you are sitting at number six on the comedy charts. I'll take it, man. Uh, Hell yeah. I think it's just. I can barely. Oh. Do you have any idea why I can barely hear you guys? Fuck, I don't know. I got nothing. Uh, do you um, think it's my phone? Perhaps. I don't like, know. I'm having. Oh, I'm there we talking, go. Well, if I get closer, is it better? Is it just me? Oh, no, I can hear you guys. I literally just see this is the problem. I'm a fucking moron. I just clicked. I clicked the little volume icon up in the top left, but I, I could hear you guys already. So I figured I didn't have to hit it. But now that I hit it, I can hear you much better. Perfect. Um, Good. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you guys being uh, two of five people who may have possibly listened to uh, a part of the album at least heck yeah heck i'm yeah. yeah for sure i'm definitely going to i i don't have spotify but i was like you know what i would get spotify for this if, well, hey, if i get if i get spotify and stream it do you get anything eventually uh, i yeah i think like very minuscule amounts but but listen nobody knows who the fuck i am the most important thing to me top priority is that uh people listen to it you know you i know go. i'm yeah. not going to make a lot of money i'm just i want more people to hear yeah. my comedy 
And uh, that's the ultimate goal. I'm just so. going to restart the album over and over again on a loop, like whether mm-hmm. I'm listening to it or not. <laughs> I, I hope more people have watched the Burbs than that have listened to my album. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of the Burbs, uh, Adam Daggy, welcome to the show. We always ask everyone who we have on, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? You know what? I watched this over the summer for sure. It, okay. It's probably only been three or four months. Uh, I don't know if I had a hankering for a Tom. I don't know if I had a Tom Hankerin. hankering. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't buy that album, everybody. You could see the wheels turn in my head once I said it. Uh, or maybe I just came across it on. I watched it on Peacock today as well, and the the, the commercials are annoying because they're very quick and it's yeah. You get too used to streaming on the platforms with no commercials, but I don't know, remember even how I watched it, but I definitely watched it without commercials. I may have even paid for it. Like I, okay. I wanted was, to watch this thing. It was definitely on a streaming service. Uh, one of the top three. I don't know. Yeah. What it was. It was. Yeah. Cause I remember watching it without commercials over the summer and I don't remember on what platform, but mm-hmm. I've watched it twice now in less than six months. So I'm, I'm a big fan. There you go. All right, Mandy, how about you? How long had it been for you since you watched this movie? A really long time, probably like 20 years. I I remember as a kid, sorry, my my cat scratching on my couch because I can't have nice things. But um, (laughs) no, I I think that I remember as a kid being terrified of this movie. Like it scared the shit out of me, like the, all of it. And so I don't think I I liked watching it when my parents watched it. Maybe as a teenager, I I liked it a little more because I watched it one one or two times all the way through, but yeah. Okay. And for about you, Matt? I did the same thing. I watched this over the summer. I watched it a few months ago, and I believe at that point it was probably the first time I had ever seen it. Um, really? So it was. Yeah. It was definitely. If I had seen it before, I had lost every bit of what it was about. You know what I mean? Uh, so it might as well have been a fresh watch back then. Uh, I remembered enjoying it back then, and then you know we came up with uh, Tom Hanks movies, and we were like, people requested this one, so we had to do it, and here we are. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. super glad too because it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> It was definitely there were great. some slow parts, but I was like, eh, sure, you know, I can get through this. So and what's cool about it is it was campy and it knew that it was campy. Like it, it under the movie understands how how ridiculous it was at parts. And uh I, I liked the extended like when uh Rick Ducommon and, and uh Tom Hanks are screaming uh after Oh yeah, uh, I did not like that part. The no, that, they they overdid the screams and I was like, All right, I get it. They understand that this movie is silly and fun. Uh <laughs> We have currently lost the image of Adam Daggy, but I think he's still with us. No, nope, I'm here. So. I'm I'm tinkering. Got it. Okay. Um, I thought you were tinkling and you didn't want us to see. Sure. Both. Yeah. I also pissed my pants. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, if the album hits number one, you can auction off those pants. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to. There you go. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, we all have seen the movie. Uh, we have all uh, been given the task of writing a 10-word or less synopsis. Uh, I don't know if everybody got a chance to do that today. I did for once. I was able to do it ahead of time. Does anyone want to uh, go first? On I'll go because mine's really bad, and I just wrote it 30 seconds ago. Okay. I literally I left. I, I came downstairs, got on the podcast, and still had my hair net on from work. So <laughs> um, I just wrote, before Wait, the burbs, hold, hold on, we knew on. called the Wait. Can, oh, oh yeah, duh. theme songs. Here we go. Chop this, Sorry. chop this synopsis. All right, perfect. Now we're good. Go ahead, take it away, Mandy. Sorry, I'm out of it a little. <laughs> um, before the burbs, we knew cul-de-sac residents were weird. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like that was basically it. Sure. 
I would watch that. Uh, and then Adam, do you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. I just, I said white man is this suspicious of albino neighbor. Okay. So I was kind of on the same uh, realm that you were going for. I said white family resists the urge to call cops on foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I was pretty surprised that it took him the entire length of the movie yeah, before the cops got involved. Almost so white that you'd think they're from another country. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I'll tell you what, though. The Hans, uh, Courtney, what's his face? I'll go through everybody in a second. Yeah, but... Give us a breakdown there. Yeah, yeah I'll do that right now. Um, okay, so uh, Tom Hanks plays Ray Peterson. Um, Bruce Dern plays Mark Rumsfeld. I'm not sure why he's second in the in the booking, but uh, Carrie Fisher, who well, that was a surprise to me. I forgot she was in this movie. I did, too. Um, Star Wars. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's gorgeous. So gorgeous. She was gorgeous. I don't remember her being an attractive woman. Uh, because my only my dealing with her has been later on in her life after she got kind of strung out you know i never watched right. star wars movies as a kid so i had no point of reference and i was like wait a minute this is carrie fisher when people were like she's kind of hot so i like it yeah for yep. sure remember when she played the nun in jay and silent bob strike back <laughs> Mandy, oh. make sure you make record that matt just said as soon as a woman is above 40 she's no longer attractive i mean right <laughs> I, I mean, pretty sure there's just, like well, all this going on. It had a lot to do with drugs. I got a feeling, but still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she played Carol Peterson. Uh, Dick Ducommon. Uh, Ducommon, not Ducommon. Um. Art. He played Art. Uh. Weingart. Weingartner. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Corey Feldman played Ricky Butler. Mm-hmm. Wendy Shaw played Bonnie Rumsfeld. She's very pretty too. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't like her character, but whatever. Um, Henry Gibson played Dr. Werner Klopek. Um, by the way, Carrie Fisher died in 2016 of a heart attack. Uh, from, yeah. yeah. Did you not know that? I did not. Yeah. 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 And um, Henry Gibson died in 09. Um, and then just because I, they're, they're kind of obscure characters, but uh, Theodore Godlieb or brother Theodore played uh, Ruben Klopek. Courtney Gaines, who I was talking about, played Hans Klopek. And then Gail Gordon played Walter Seisnick. Um, there were other people. Dick Miller played the garbage man. He was also in Gremlins. Um, yeah. Yep. And uh, so was Corey Feldman, which is funny because that's like a double, yep. double mm-hmm. crossover. <laughs> so, yeah. And if, I mean, there's other people, too. But yeah. Oh, by the way, they were all white. Because, you know, movies that shaped our childhood during our childhood most. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the the, the creepy neighbors at least have like accents like uh, Matt said, uh, the, the neighbors were, you know, wanted to call the cops on foreigners. Do they ever say that they're from somewhere, though? I don't think they do. I don't think well, they, they, give them they just a... say Slavic. I don't know if that's like I, I'm going to show my ignorance when it comes to things like that. But I don't know. Is that like uh, like a, a type of. It's like um, a German Germanic area. Yeah. That's where yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Right. I think it was just a vague accent, not really sure where Nazi white. It's right. Yeah. <laughs> a little too white, you know? Yeah. No, I, I love too that part of like the creepiness of uh the actor Courtney's character is that yeah. he's a redhead. Like, oh, <laughs> oh this guy's gotta be a creep. He's a ginger. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is he was also, I think his name was Jed like uh what who was he He was in children of the corn malachi he was he was malachi and children of the corn so like 
just in general, we just associate that soullessness. Yeah, I looked up his IMDb and he uh, he's like a, he's an older, handsome man now. He definitely isn't his. Uh, I mean, they made him look as pale and creepy as they possibly could in the movie. But right. He was an 80s guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was also in um, Can't Buy Me Love. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think we've done that one yet. We have not. He played oh, yeah. the best friend. Get to that one for so. sure. All right, I want to kick this off, though. We're going to play a clip. This is just kind of the score of the movie, getting us into the suburbs here real quick. This is what we got to hear on the way through. It starts out kind of creepy, and then it turns to uh, the paper boy delivering the paper. So if you remember this movie, hopefully this will get you right back in that headspace. Here we go. It's basically every movie from the 80s. It's got a lot of uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids vibe to it. <laughs> What's wild is that's probably like a, an actual symphony, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They actually hired a full on symphony. All right. And that's enough of that. All right. So let's, uh, you know, let's talk about it. What, uh, what did we, what did we expect to have from this movie? Uh, was there anything that stood out from this movie that you thought was exceptionally good? Yeah, Adam, what did you think? Did you have like a standout? Well, I didn't, um, I guess I knew, I couldn't remember, I didn't know if it was early 90s or late 80s, but it was definitely based on their attire, very 80s. Sure. Um, yeah. The short shorts and, and the tube backs. It's, the, the movie was never, I can remember even when I was, when I was a kid, when I saw it for the first time, it may have been like, kind of, I, I probably got more of the like creepiness of it and less of the comedy because it was just like with with the the house and everything. And as a kid, I was probably like, this is kind of scary, maybe even. Yep. Um, but now I just really appreciate the all the I mean, it is a full blown comedy and all the comedy aspects of it. Um, and also, I just appreciate that it's not they don't really make comedies like that anymore. Yeah, no, for sure. Right? Like everything now is like The Rock. It's yeah. like huge stars yeah. and a ridiculous plot and like probably a lot of action. And I, I don't know. They or it's like yeah. like a Seth Rogan. They don't they don't just don't make I don't know what specific comedy it's dialogue. Like there's so much dialogue, right? Back and right. forth. Yeah, like and it's, it's just kind of dialogue. the goofiness and like the the characters and and I don't know. It's 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 not raunchy at all, so no. they're not relying on raunch for for humor. The closest thing to um, that is Corey Feldman talking to uh, the neighbor with no tan lines. I mean, that was... right, right, right. <laughs> and he, you can't have a classic '80s movie without one of the Corys, especially Feldman. So, for sure. right. yeah, I just I, and Tom Hanks, obviously, I'm a huge fan. So, uh, I everything down to like him being forced to eat the pretzel with the sardine oh. on it. Yep. yep. Uh, oh, I love man. That was who the hell awesome. has do, does anybody it made me think, does anybody still feel like they have to say when like when somebody's ordering pizza for a group <laughs> and they're like, is there anything you don't like? And some people used to be like, anything but sardines. Do you even have to say that anymore? I don't I don't know I don't the last so. person who's ordered anchovies or sardines or any yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anchovies is what I mean. Kind of the same thing oh, though. For sure, but yeah. like nobody has yeah. that in their house. Not at all. Uh, yeah, like depression era children have that in their home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk. Uh, we were uh, so Rick Ducom and the guy who plays Art, uh, he was eating at the table. He came into the house and just busted in and starts eating everything. Um, and then he eventually at one point reaches into the dog bowl unwittingly and then grabs a handful of dog food and eats it as well. Uh, 
that's the kind of silliness that this movie kind of it yes. doesn't even focus on it right like it was such a throwaway moment yeah yeah and uh he just he had this sour look on his face like what did i just eat and then he just goes right back into eating everything but here's a clip <laughs> of him uh eating everything that tom hanks owns crows start showing up out of nowhere she's all over my back to get rid of them oh your crows are too big for the bird feeder she said i don't remember seeing crows around here before oh, big bastards too that's why i got the gun i'm gonna pop a few of them so why didn't you go with Suzette to her mother's house? Hey, I'm eating here, okay? Can you imagine <laughs> eating the two of them alone for a week? I'd rather chew broken glass. Uh-uh. It's going to be a big <laughs> week for the bachelor kid. Uh-huh. Right there is when he eats the dog food. Um, uh, just the, They didn't really get along, him and Tom Hanks. Okay. During, but Tom Hanks was, like, cool with it. I'm guessing that Ducommon was just a little... Um, like a little too over the top, you know, with all his yeah, I stuff. I mean, they're both completely obsessed with these neighbors. <laughs> yep. And, <laughs> but I and I do like, even though his character is kind of annoying to this Duke Common guy, uh, I liked it. And I, he's definitely in some other movies I've saw and I can't remember from the 80s, but he For was sure, always yeah. kind of a, a, a funny a guy. Of, he's been in a couple ones that we've done already. He was obviously, he was in uh, Groundhog Day. Yes. Uh, yep. That's probably townies. what I'm thinking of. Yeah, he was one of the townies in Groundhog Day. Um, but he was my standout performance in this movie for sure. Um, yeah, this movie wouldn't have been half the movie it was without him, I think. Right. Tom Hanks is just too wholesome and too like uh silly about everything. But yeah, art was very aggressive about getting into the neighbor's lawn and getting into the house and breaking into things and that needed that drive behind everything. He's kinda he's there's like two Tom Hanks. There's like there's like post Forrest Gump Tom, Tom Hanks and pre Forrest Gump or yeah. post Castaway. I don't know. There's so many classics that it's like before or after this, he's two different guys. But yeah. um, before we go any further, the one of the biggest takeaways I took from this movie is that I don't know about you guys, but like, I don't know any of my neighbors. <laughs> sure. I got to like, find out the hard way for mine, but yeah. Uh, oh right let's not god I, I forgot all about that hope you should go burn their house down when they're when they're not there <laughs> yeah you're, you're telling me but um my, my no i think culturally day. it's just different now than it was even in the 80s or 90s or maybe i'm maybe my wife and i are just like uh, introverts and we're just not very social but like you used to go to the neighbors and bring them baked goods when you moved in or or when they moved in and like i i, I think i know the names of the people directly to the left of us but the other people are runners and i don't know we we certainly i don't know anybody and i don't care to know anybody i'm right. not in anybody's business um and also like i don't live in a neighborhood that i've never felt like competitive about my lawn i think as soon as you give a shit about your grass it speeds up the age process there you go, yeah. <laughs> so those are all things that i just took from the this neighborhood in particular where i'm like i don't people aren't like that anymore i don't think i think yeah. that the three of us live in like real neighborhoods where and i, I shouldn't say real but but like subdivisions like people that live right. in subdivisions i do feel still like, like a way. thing yeah. yeah and it's like you know they're worried about how they look and like oh i i like to drink or i like to smoke when i drink but i don't i, I don't want my neighbors to see you know like yeah. that kind of shit you know and stuff like that i think that those types of places still exist for uh, sure. I think I think people are still worried about judgment or they judge themselves. Um, now that I'm going to be a father, I do think about shit like when people are going too fast down my street. Yeah, it yep. bothers me. 
And like, we also have one of the only streets in the neighborhood without speed bumps, which I'm sure people have already started a petition for. So I do think about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't. I have no idea what any of my neighbors do for a living. What <laughs> do, none do, of their do you have anyone that has their dog shit on your yard in your yard? Like do um, dogs combine shit in your yard? <laughs> no, not not that. I don't think my, I've definitely saw dog shit in other yards, and I've been like, man, nobody could could pick this up. <laughs> uh, but I don't even really know if I have neighbors I hate. Okay, well, honestly, my well, my. Which, wife. My wife will die early because of our neighbors, I think. At this yeah, point, I, she, well, your situation is is well, the, the polar behind, opposite of mine. Right, the one behind with the fence fiasco. You get, listen to some previous episodes. We mentioned the, fe- the fence issue in previous episodes. Uh, but now every morning when she goes outside to let the dog out, she will literally stare daggers into the windows of the house behind us, just oh hoping that that woman will see her and know that she is still pissed off about what has happened with that fence. <laughs> and then also we have neighbors that during the summer will park in the road in front of our house for whatever reason, they refuse to park in front of their own house, but they will pull down and park in front of our house, which obviously to any regular person, that's just like, whatever they're parked on the road. But my wife goes insane. Like she will open the curtains and look and about that, that kind of thing bothers me too. There was a couple of the kids that are the runners next door. They would just park almost in our driveway with yeah. the back end of one of their cars. So then one of us couldn't get in. And that was the one time I had to be like, Hey, could you please not do that? But other than that, there ha- I haven't had any sure. beef with anybody, but your neighbors sound like uh, a real tree worst. Yeah. Right. Well, and then the one on the other side of us, uh, she does yard work constantly, like never stops doing yard work. And now she has started encroaching into our side yard. Like when she mows hers, she just now just mows ours as well because she doesn't want to look at the line of unmowed grass, I think. Oh, okay. Hang on. (laughs) Wait. I do that too. And I do that more for my neighbor so that he doesn't feel like automatically there's like a, like, oh crap. Now I have to go mow because it's so obvious that I didn't mow that side. So there might be, I mean, just to play devil's advocate. (laughs) Oh, I don't think she's doing it to be malicious, but I think it's, it's very much a, uh, uh, does not want to look like doesn't want people to associate our side yard with her yard also. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, I'm gonna mow the, I'm gonna mow the whole damn thing. And so I am I, I I am somewhat envious of of people who like have friendships with neighbors though. Like my brother, he lives in a neighborhood where they probably once or twice a month they'll go hang out with with uh, a couple they live near. And I think a lot of it has to do with like, if you have kids that are similar yes, ages. That's or... a big thing. Cause we have, right. we, like in this area, like I know seven sets of parents and, the, yeah. and I know the ones You're that are forced cool, to meet them. Have... Once you have kids, Yes, <laughs> we haven't, we haven't been forced to meet anybody yet, but I guess once my wife shoots this baby out of her vagina, we're going to have to. So <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah you get will. Ready for that. Yeah. Um, so I, I just want to get to some of the fun facts. Sure. Um, you know, the, the Walter's toy poodle queenie, that is the same dog that plays precious in silence of the lambs. Remember when, what? (laughs) Isn't that fun? Wow. (laughs) Yes. Um, also too, one of my favorite scenes and the scene that I laughed the hardest out loud at was when Tom Hanks was like, I'm going to the hospital. And he lays down on the gurney and then oh, he yeah. picks it up and throws it into the ambulance and he yes. like slides into the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Um, that scene was completely improvised. And, and another thing too, to think about when you watch this movie, if you guys watch it after this now, is there was a, um, a writer's strike. And um, because of that, they couldn't do any, get any help from any writers for like rewrites or anything okay. like that. So there was a lot of Im- like improvisation or improvisation. Um, yeah. So yeah, just so Which you guys. I, I, they that. worked out well, I guess. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, they had a good cast of people yeah, to I help them like out with are, that. Are movies that you can tell that were done during a writer's strike that just seemed like empty and, and missing parts almost where this one didn't mm-hmm. seem like that was the case. I mean, it was a weird ass story, but at least it seemed like it had a beginning, middle and end, which was nice. Uh, yes. I want to play a couple of clips here. Let's do So we were talking about Corey. Uh, let's play Ricky uh, talking to the neighbor here. Hey, uh, Mrs. Rumsfield. No tan lines this morning. And he's just like Looks jamming nice. a paintbrush into a bucket of paint over and over again. The kid yeah. next door is a meatball. The kid next door is a meatball. I love it. I'm gonna yeah. The, to those kids that park in the front lawn. The, the, uh, the like X. Uh, army or ex-military neighbor, which I, I don't know if we ever confirm if he was even in the service, but um, he's <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. He's definitely the guy in the neighborhood who would have a certain kind of flag, if you know what I mean. Yeah, right. Sure. Um, but while we're on Corey, I had a, a premonition at the end, blew my mind when um, at the very end, which we'll get to. I, I don't want to ruin no, it. No, we can jump to not it. A spoiler it. alert, but. Uh, when the pizza guy in the pizza van hits the tree, Corey Feldman off camera says, oh, the pizza dude. <laughs> and it, it and then I realized by the way he says pizza that he voiced one of the Ninja Turtles. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah, Because they always are obviously talking pizza because they love pizza. And he was Donatello. <laughs> I had totally forgot. Yep. For sure. Yeah, Corey Feldman awesome. was all over. Corey Feldman was all over the place, man. Like he was... He was the the guy in yeah. the eighties. Yeah, and during like the and in, in, I, I didn't know how he had ties to Carrie Fisher because I heard about during like the Me Too movement about how Carrie Fisher basically like got him through a ton of like issues with all the sexual abuse and stuff that he had, and obviously they were, you know, co stars in this, so that makes a lot of sense. He yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. I don't know how much we talked about it when we did Goonies, but um, he has lost his mind yes yeah. <laughs> yes he has and, and cory feldman and his angels i think yeah yeah dude cool. he it's like how can you it, it it crushes my soul when somebody <laughs> can have that much talent in one area because he's a great actor or at yeah. least he wasn't when he was younger and then i don't know just wing it and, and he tries to do this like music thing and it's like man you are really really bad at that yep. you should stick to what you're good at man what are you doing <laughs> okay well you're about to have a kid and they're gonna be really bad at stuff and you're still gonna tell them like oh you're so good at that oh man i'm terrified <laughs> oh my daughter she she is okay at singing but she's learned a bravado and she does it all the time and it's really bad it's really nice. really bad Nice. And I and I'm always just like, oh, it's like angels, but in my reality, I'm just like, shut the fuck up, like I can't handle this. Oh god, she, I hope she's in the other room listening to this right now. No, she's at school. <laughs> oh, no, that's good. Nice. Um, so in the original script, uh, the Dr. Klopek was actually supposed to kill Ray, but what? once they signed, yeah, once they signed on Tom Hanks, they're like, oh yeah, people don't want to see Tom Hanks die. <laughs> For sure, yeah, that would have been rough. No. 
And then, um, and I do want to get into this just because I did send you guys uh, a link to a, um, so let's talk about um, brother Theodore for a moment. He plays Rube. Um, So this guy is the worst person in the world. Um, He was, well, he, he, I'm trying to click on the link right now uh, on my computer. He looks like, uh, he looks like he was made out of clay, like, yeah, (laughs) like leftover clay from another project. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. He, I'm trying to figure out how to click on it. I have a, a thing and I might have to do it later. Um, but he, uh, he was, he was in a movie that was obviously a, I, I believe it's like a softcore porn. Um, oh boy. Well, and I sent it to you guys. It was the uh, massage parlor murders. But if you look at the, at the actual cover of it for the seventies, I mean, there's like definite boobage. For sure. Um, but yeah, he was super weird. The and I'm looking. Okay, so he has personal quotes on IMDb, and they are horrific. And I'm so sorry <laughs> for making you wait. So um, there's not very much about him as a person, but he says women <laughs> women get away with murder in Europe. We have them pregnant and barefoot and let them eat under the table. Um, right. you're asking danger. Okay. You're asking dangerous questions, which provoke dangerous answers. I'm a controversial figure. People either hate me or despise me. Um, let's see here. Those uh, are God the only cre- two options. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. God created David. Le- where did it- oh, God created David Letterman for practice. Then he created the amoeba. I'm not sure if oh. that was supposed to be a compliment or yeah. not. No, I'm um, sure there's, let's see here sorry i know this is kind of lame um hold on i want to read this thing i just found about i asked i made the mistake of clicking on him and this came up uh it says he's a german-born american actor and comedian known for rambling stream of consciousness monologues which he calls stand-up tragedy uh gotcha he he has a uh, he uh, says he's he's he says i'm a somebody in a century of nobodies Wow. Um, Real cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's some Adam Deggy shit right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> wow. He doesn't even have a, well, the whole family doesn't really even have a line, a speaking line until like the last third of the movie. Right. Yeah. I know. And and that's the other, that was going to be my standout performance was definitely um, Courtney Gaines who played Hans. I think that okay. he, yeah. like, and it was more not even when he spoke because I thought his accent was terrible. Um, <laughs> I, I think that just his face in general is yeah. just terrifying. Yeah. I think. And that, I, I mean, there's kind of some physical comedy with him too. It's 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 not like forced or like over the top, but like I don't know. Even when he gets out of the ambulance at the very end and tries to get away, or he calls him when Pinocchio he, when he first comes out of the house and doesn't say anything, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. But even like he has like multiple colors on his face. Like I, as soon as you open the door, I'm like, who beat this poor boy up? Like why is yeah. he? Why does he look that way? All right, uh, I'm gonna go. So I just haven't played any clips really yet. I yeah, only let's have, do it. I only have like eight clips, by the way. Uh, but this is just the list of crimes that the police officer told Tom Hanks that he was uh, being implicated for. <laughs> Destruction of private property, destruction of public property. I feel like they missed a few. Three counts of criminal trespassing, harassment, assault, vandalism. And that poor old man claims he's got a ransom note that says you kidnapped his dog. (laughs) 
uh, I feel like attempted murder several times over. Like arson? Since he, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, since yeah. He blew up the Breaking and entering for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and how he didn't die is a little bit ridiculous. He was like in the hole with the pipe. Like, yeah. And they have all like the, 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 the whole, it's almost like a cartoon the way they like put the holes in his pants and shirt. And then like, He's got the one eye all jacked and then he's got the ridiculous, you know, uh, pads or, or fabric or bandages on at the end. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. All right. That's um, great. Let's see. We're getting, we're rounding out to the end of this portion here. Uh, let me play. Oh, just because we, we talked about him earlier. Here, here are the garbage guys, the one that was in uh, the Gremlins. Yeah. Go away Wednesday night. I'm going to leave. This seminar could change your life, Vic. The man is a great healer. And I'm a great bowler. Wednesday night, we're taking on Roselli plumbing. You really should expose yourself to this guy, Vic. He understands paraphysical forces, the healing capabilities of crystals, and the, the laying on of hands. I just like that that's the conversation that the two garbage men are having. I like that. The yeah. Healing crystals. Men. I like that the other garbage man starts throwing the garbage on the ground and helping him out. Yeah, yeah, he'll Good dig stuff. around too, yeah. And they were like, yeah, the Supreme Court eight. says... Once the garbage hits the curb, it's no longer your property. It becomes public yeah. property. I like it. Yeah, but once it's in I the truck, the actual it's property law is. in the city. What's that? I said, I wonder what the actual law is, because people do find shit in your garbage, which is why, like, I don't know, they tell you to tear stuff up and whatever. Yeah. If they're yeah. looking for info. Um, what I was thinking about, though, is, like, when did we transition from the round tin garbage cans to, like, what we got now because i can't remember like the oscar the grouch garbage cans yeah i don't think i've ever been in a house that had the round tin cans wait what movie was it where they had a hard time finding tin garbage cans to make it look like the 80s oh, yeah, it was something you said that yeah they had to like purchase them and beat them up to make them look old I, what, they had yeah. they like went around and like if they found one they offered people like tons of money yeah for it. Fuck, I yeah i don't remember it was something yeah. based in the 80s but um, um my we will i will put shit out on the curb any day of the week and my wife is like that's just gonna sit out there until the garbage goes on monday and i will like i will guarantee you that it will be gone by tomorrow morning literally everything i put out on the curb no matter what type of nonsense it is it could be old flower pots it could be half a fucking ladder somebody comes and takes it and i don't know that's actually doing. really convenient yeah oh yeah yeah and same my, it's the same thing with us too yeah for sure i'm super down with those guys the scrappers that drive around with that weird trailer and and in the night yeah like we've got to put like a tag on everything though yeah or is that only if you want them to pick it up or if you i guess if you're just relying on whoever to grab it then you don't have to put a tag on it probably in the city of grand rapids but that's very convenient i'd love for people to come take my shit yeah it, it works out that, really yeah. well for us except we don't we can't put shit too close to the road though otherwise they assume it's theirs so we have to make sure any decorations we put yeah. out on the lawn or anything have to be like, Hey man, one man's trash is another man's treasure. That's it. <laughs> and they can take, they or can take or your, things. your ornaments are their treasure too. It's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I read an IMDB that this is exactly what it says. It said prop, the prop master was charged with making fake dog poop because the actors complained that they didn't want to step in the real thing. And then they go on to say what it's made of. But I, I said in my notes, I'm like, in what movie world do they use real dog poop? Yeah. Like, why yeah. Do they do that? <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, he's like, oh, fine. I'll make fake dog poop because the actors don't want to step in the real thing. Like, yeah. no. There was a scene where uh, Art had that bee in his mouth. 
<gasps> that was a real bee it looked like what it looked like and i'm like i don't know how much they had to pay this guy but it was not enough to put a bee yeah in geez he, he he couldn't have been the guy who wouldn't step in real dog shit he's, <laughs> he's not the diva well and it's not like he just opens his mouth and it flies out like he, yeah like, it like, between his lips it and out. spits it yeah yeah that was very that caused a lot of anxiety for me i was like <laughs> <laughs> like that was crazy and i loved the <laughs> the guy mr rum yeah rumsfield or whatever when he's like spraying him with the hose that whole scene when he was running with the hose and gets pulled back and oh my god when, we got that was another a- scene i laughed at so hard when he falls off the roof we've got less than a minute hold on oh sorry uh, sorry guys uh do whatever this ad says we will be right back after these messages they always think you care what it's called or they tell you too much information what kind of hops it was made with i don't give a shit about any of that stuff limp notes the brand new album from adam deggy i'm not even looking for letters up there i'm just looking for the biggest number i see up there i go is that an 8.5 percent i'll take one of those i like the way that makes me feel let me have one of those available now actually is that a 12.3 percent i see up there in the corner i want one of those are you sure sir would you like a sample i don't need a sample i ubered here tonight i don't need a sample <laughs> I know what black and out tastes like. Everywhere. Are you sure, sir? This isn't even beer. This is actually just a homeless guy's urine. That's fine. From On Tour Records. It's got suds in it, doesn't it? Fill me up. Hey, everybody. It's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. And we're back. All right, everybody. It looks like this time around, we're going to have two different uh, things for you to do. We have Stu's, uh, of course, uh, Elemental Podcast ad. Uh, also, I'm going to drop in the promo for Adam Deggie's new album, Limp Nodes. Make sure you take a second. Go go do that. Go watch or go listen to it. Go download it. Go buy it. Do whatever you got to do to make it happen. I am going to buy it right now while we're talking. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Put me in the top five, Matt. Get up oh, my gosh. Board. Now I feel like I need to check in on it. Hold on, hold on. I want to check to make sure you're still sitting at number six. Yep, still sitting at number six. <laughs> this is fun. It's like, it's awesome. I, I'm enjoying it very much. All right, here we I'll, go. I'm going to fall. I'll fall out of the top 100 in no time, but I'll enjoy it while it lasts. Heck yeah, man. And I you don't guys- even know how that works because it's obviously not overall. It's like in the last hour. <laughs> well, no, it's. I think it's today's comedy charts. I mean, like, I think that's how Right, it right, today's. So it's uh, not like... When when people say that their album was number one on iTunes, they didn't sell more albums than John Mulaney. Right, right, yeah. Right. They were just, they didn't release their album the same day. Well, uh, <laughs> okay, are you sure you want to buy Limp Nodes? Buy. Here we go. Yes. Purchasing. It's happening. It's happening. All right, here we go. I'm excited. Uh, as soon as we finish the podcast, Matt's going to be like, hey, my Venmo is this. I need you to send me that $10 back. <laughs> <laughs> Always See you guys. He's a funny guy. Perfect. Okay, Adam's the best. We're we're back at it. Let's do this thing. How about it? All, All right. right. That uh, um, brings us to. Uh, so now we we like to after the break we like to hit the Facebook question of the day. I forgot to ask yeah. you guys. We talked about it already though. Basically, uh, my Facebook question of the day was whether or not you guys have had any terrible neighbors. You know, 
So we talked about that a little bit, at least on our end of things. Let's see what Facebook. Um, well, I didn't get a chance. I, I didn't really talk about um, yep. my, at my old house, the last house we had before this, I had a neighbor um, who, when I worked at the court that had a CPS case and he was, he moved in right next door oh, and neat. it was super fucking weird once I, uh, once I got, once like we started knowing a little bit more about each other, he also drove a purple car and he was a DJ at a strip club. <laughs> hey, nice. So, you know um, it was hard for the money. Amber. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's one of my favorite bits of all time, Matt. Not, not so. just yours, but just. You got a great uh, strip club DJ voice, man. Yeah, I know. I always Phenomenal. Fall, fall back on for sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, was that the end of your? Uh, yeah, sorry. Garbage person story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weird, weird neighbor. Um, all right. So it looks like we didn't get too much traction on this. I did only post this like a half hour yeah, ago. Yeah, so it's working in the middle of the day. People are working. Yeah, it wasn't a lot of time, but we did get uh, from uh, Lindsay, uh, not my Lindsay, a different Lindsay. Uh, we have here, uh, we had neighbors who we found out months later ended up being squatters and not renters. They ripped out all of the carpeting and threw it in a pile next to the house, punched holes in the walls and doors, and left a window open for their pit bulls to jump in and out of the house at any time. Oh, my God. Wait, no, ask her, are, is she sure it wasn't the police and there was a standoff there and the police just, like, ruined the whole house? Because, you know, and it just burned it that seems to be happening in our, in uh, our local area right now. Uh, you know, it says they stayed for about four months before the cops were able to finally evict them to forcibly They probably evict ripped out all the uh, copper, too. That's copper. The thing, yeah, for sure. Um, Yikes. Uh, I remember them talking about this years ago when this happened, too, which was insane that they, like, they just had their little family in their house living next door. And then this nonsense was happening like, you know, 20 feet away in, in the house uh, next to them. So yeah, that's awful. I haven't had any shit like that go down with, with neighbors and things, but I mean, no, you know, uh, I the one, the first time I ever moved, uh, we moved into an apartment building up in Kentwood. And the day that we moved in, my wife and I just decided we're going to stay the night there. We're going to, at the time, uh, we weren't married. We were just dating. Uh, and we're like, we're going to move into our first apartment and we didn't even have furniture. We brought a television, uh, like a milk crate to set stuff on. And then we ordered a pizza and we're like, and we're then gonna, pit we're, yeah, we're just going to sleep on the floor. Right. That was our plan was just, we'll go there. We'll sleep on an air mattress on the floor. And that first night, uh, we started hearing gunshots, uh, from across the hall and down, uh, down the hall. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but this is terrible. Right. Like this sounds bad. And it just kept going and going and going and more gunshots and more gun. And I'm like, okay, I don't think those are real but it's still very loud. So I go out into the hallway and I go down the hall and uh, it's getting louder and louder as we go. And it's a series of gunshots and then maniacal laughter happening. And it's going in a loop, right? Like the same thing is happening in a loop over and over again. So what I assume had happened is the gentleman who lived in that apartment had either left his house or fallen or passed out while he was playing like, I don't know, Call of Duty or some shitty video game. <laughs> and that was just the intro to the video game looping over and over again was just a bunch of gunshots and crazy laughter. And it literally happened for hours into the night. We were cry like my wife was like crying, going like, is this our life now? Is this what we have? Like <laughs> we, we had no way of knowing what we were doing. That was like, we moved to the city Man, for the first time and that's what we got. I just, I just think it's really cool. You guys live next to Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Oh, ouch. <laughs> too soon? Yeah. Yeah, you can't uh, uh, you can't wait too long. It's already full of rust, right? 
Yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's continue on. That was the last thing we got uh, from the Facebook. Well, we talked. You talked about uh, Corey Feldman voicing the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wed- Wendy Shaw, who played the the sexy neighbor, she is the voice of Francine on um, on American Dad. Okay. Oh. So yeah, the Seth MacFarlane. He really likes this movie, and that's why he asked her to do the voice of Francine. So nice. It's a great movie. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, All right, so ready? I'd say it's time to dip into some games. How about it? Sounds good. All right, here we go. Uh, I just told you to go and listen to Stu's podcast, The Elemental Podcast, and here he is again. He provided the theme song for this next game, and it sounds like this. Box office theme song. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, short and sweet. <clears throat> Jesus, box office theme song. Mandy, take it away. All right, I didn't bury it that time. All right, Adam, what do you think the budget was for this movie back in 1989? Oof. I'm going to go, I'm so bad at this because I just have no reference in my brain. Um, I, I probably haven't been within $10 million for every single episode I've done with you guys, but uh, I'm going to go $4 million. Okay. Okay. Matt? Uh, just based on the fact that this was like a lot movie for sure. Like the, the whole damn street was the same. I'm sure it was featured in several other movies. They oh, it was. Yeah. For that. Uh, and I don't know, just being a hokey, like, comedy movie, they probably didn't dump a ton into it. So I'm going to say this movie was, like, $8 million. It was, it actually, it cost $18 million to make. Oh, my goodness. All right. Yes. Wow. Um, and uh, they, the, it, it was a lot. It was, it appeared in um, Leave it to Beaver, um, Desperate Housewives. Whoa. It wasn't, and actually, it wasn't a cul-de-sac. So they did have to take the, the street and, like, make it a cul-de-sac. I don't know what that would have been. But, yeah, it was $18 million. I feel like that's a lot for 89 yeah, half of that was just a salary for the the dog from uh, <laughs> the Buffalo Bill movie. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> they had to buy a lot of toupees. There was a lot of a lot of that. And then they had to continue to make the fake poop too. I mean, right? Exactly. They could have got it for free, but then they had to keep paying out for the. Thing. <laughs> but, all right. Oh, Mandy, you've muted yourself. You're muted. Wait a minute. Wait for it. Okay. Sorry about that. And Wait, what? Before we go any further, what? What? What is the? They, what do they call the guy in Silence of the Lambs? Buffalo. Um, but Buffalo no. Bill. Okay, that's what I said. But then I was like, Am I saying that just because of the Buffalo Bills, or yeah. is that was? Is <laughs> that what they really called him? Stu McCall's yeah. favorite, favorite movie, Silence of the Lambs. I guess. What a <laughs> fucking. Like, who is? He, what a creep. <laughs> I and he's like, I'd fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> or are you want to fuck me or whatever all weird with the lipstick oh, and yeah man. yeah he that dude is a creep of all creeps that oh, actor yeah. oh, oh i know he's not he's not good Stu? i thought we were talking about Stu. <laughs> all right. oh well yeah i know that goes without saying i mean yeah, if, yeah. if your favorite movie is silence of the lambs my god <laughs> all right let's move along then we kicked that one off and, and nailed um it. or no wait, all right so. the second half of that one yeah sorry yeah uh, that's okay um adam how much do you think that this movie has made roughly up until today and i think that it was only released in the united states just so you know um as if that's gonna help me uh <laughs> man it's been over 30 years so whew. i'm gonna go with again no reference i don't I know how any of this works. So I'm just going to say $350 million. Okay. 
All right. I will say that I doubt this movie made more than $20 million. What? <laughs> I guess I don't know how movies work. Um, well, it made $49 million. Okay. It was considered It was considered a box office success, but it got horrible reviews. Oh, wow. But yeah, I mean, it's still a success. It made... I even know, saw the tomato meter was like 50, I'm like 50-something percent. I'm like, who are these fucking people? What, right? what do you need to see to be pleased? Right. <laughs> no, who are you? Yeah. I don't know. All right. Nailed it. Yeah, it didn't. It made more than I thought it would. I just, I, you never hear about this movie being like a huge success. So that's why. I guess I'm an idiot. I, over 30 years, I've, I, in my head, that they just keep piling on the money. But I mean, at some point, it's got to just completely stop. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Everybody gives the rest of their money to John Mulaney instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, fuck that guy. All right. Here so we he go. can spend it on cocaine. <laughs> All right, let's do the next game. And that one is going to sound like, wait a minute, where are we at? What are we doing? Here we go. Let's play Guess the Age. All right, it's time to play Guess the Age. Mandy, take it away. All right, Adam, how old do you think Tom Hanks was when he played Ray Peterson in 89? Oh, boy. 27. Okay, Matt? 30. 33. Oh, wow, okay. Um, how old do you think uh, Rick Dukeman was? Yeah, uh, he played he's the guy who played Art. Thirty-five. Okay, Matt. Ooh, Thirty-nine. He was thirty-seven. You guys got it right in the middle. There you go. How old do you think Carrie Fisher was, Adam? Uh, well, young enough for Matt to still find her attractive. So. <laughs> Pre forty, I guess. <laughs> yeah, definitely pre forty. Uh, 30. Okay. Matt. 35. 33. So oh. her and Tom Hanks are the same age. Oh, that's um, cute. I know. Uh, how old do you think Corey Feldman was, Adam? Oh boy. 22. Okay. Matt. Ooh. Uh, 20. He was only 18. Oh, okay. oh my God. And he had just Imagine gotten having all that success that early. I was working at fucking Subway. Right. Yeah. He he had just come off the movie Dream a Little Dream. So he was already like, and he was already in his Michael Jackson phase. Obviously, you can tell by yes. the clothes he's wearing. Yeah. Um, and his he Michael Jackson never visited the set, but he often would let um Corey take his monkey bubbles with him and one day he got back for, he he got back from a set and his trailer had like feces all over it so they had to ban bubbles from the set so i thought that was fun that's not all michael let him do yeah um <laughs> where is this in the tom hanks movie timeline he had just he he had just gotten done filming big so while this oh wow this was, is this is post big yeah and he got nominated for an oscar for that movie so you'd think that it would have done really well that's um, the first movie i mentioned in my stupid joke that's one of my favorites yeah <laughs> i love it yeah. yeah it is and and um so they found out that he was nominated for the oscar during the filming of this movie oh nice um, so it was pre like Horace Gump in Philadelphia and all the, the sad ones. Adam, is um, that joke on an album? Yeah, it's on my first album. Yep. First album? It's okay. probably the only joke on there that I uh, think is good. <laughs> the rest of the first um, album is kind of just me yelling. There's like 20 minutes on there that I only did that night and never again for good reason. 
<laughs> All right. Oh, okay. but uh, the second too. album is much, much better. And I, I hear that it's funnier if you buy the album as opposed to if you stream it. But either way, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you know for sure. Please do. Um, yeah. All right. Let's continue on. Uh, wait, hold on. I, I'll just let you guys know a few ages instead of having you guess them to keep it going. But um, Bruce Dern, who played Mr. R- Rumsfeld, the military guy, he was also 33. What? Um, wow. He, yeah. he was in his fucking 50s. I thought he was for sure like 45 at the youngest. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, damn. I should have had you guys guess that one. I'm super pissed at myself. 55? Now. Or no, no 33? 33. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that's wild to me. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like, look at some of your friends that are, you know, like your age, and you're like, God, they look so old. Or, you know, I'm pretty I much thought, the. I thought he had been like Nam. Like, I really thought he had seen some things, like that guy. He seemed like he was, yeah. Was, was, well, was, Nam would have only been 10 years before that. Right. So. I guess he's just one of those guys who just always looked old, kind of like Morgan Freeman. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. All right. Um, all right. So we still have uh, Wendy Shaw was the who played Bonnie was thirty five. Henry Gibson who played Doctor Klopek was fifty four. The guy that played Rube was eighty three. Yeah, so that was nineteen oh six or some shit. Yes. Like he no was. wonder. No wonder he's like incredibly racist and terrible. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Of course he, I mean, he's the literal Nazi. Of course he said all these things. He said, we let women eat under the table. Like they're lucky to eat under the table. Yeah, I guess you, I can't imagine telling my, my pregnant wife, hey, you have permission to eat under the table tonight. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you, you stay barefoot. We don't want you to like wandering around outside. Yeah, good God. And don't you dare read a book either. <laughs> And if and don't let the neighbors see your ankles. Right. Right. Jeez. And uh Courtney Gaines was 24. So oh wow. He's the mm-hmm. second second youngest. Yes. Yeah, it was a pretty uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How old was the dog? I think that's the most important question. <laughs> I don't know. Those dogs live for a very long time. I had a neighbor that had a dog like that named Fluffy, and they like they ran over her on accident. Like they called her the dog that wouldn't die because she. Oh my god! Well, she was not a nice dog either. But yeah, she Sounds had all these like issues. A Stephen King book. <laughs> <laughs> the dog who wouldn't die. Let's write it. Let's write it. Yeah, millions. All right. Uh, let's move along to the next game. The game's got a theme song, and that theme song sounds like this. Uh oh. All right. It is time for What's That Sound? This is where I take a sound from the film, play it out loud for you, and Adam, you tell me what you think is happening on screen at that time. If you don't get it, it goes to Mandy, and if Mandy doesn't get it, we save it for the audience and let them message us with their answers all right so here we go first one's gonna sound like this all right what do we got there duh that's when they're trying to after the door and all the bees come out right that's it. yep they knock on the door and the bees come that's out when that's, Macaul- yeah. that's when macaulay culkin's looking for the ring right oh, yeah, right. oh man yeah, bees hate uh, Macaulay. 
BJ Acrobat. Just remember that. <laughs> He's still kicking. That's true. That's true. All yeah, right. he is. He just Next made one. an appearance. Next one goes like this. Well, let me give you some volume real quick first. Here we go. What's happening Jeez. on screen? Could have been anything, really. I'm gonna guess that's them digging in their ba the neighbor's basement. Nope, no digging. Mandy, do you have a guess? Yeah, it's when Hans is trying to push the garbage bag into the garbage can. Yep, yep, he's trying to hoe the garbage bag down. Oh my <laughs> god, that's terrible. That's a horrifying sound. It is. It was a rough sound. I was like, we got to pull this one for sure. And then this one. This is the last one. It's my favorite one. It is the most ridiculous sound uh, for what it represents. And uh, here we go. <laughs> it sounds like someone's kicking the oldest dog. Yeah. That's ever lived. Yeah. I'll, I'll play it again. I don't know who picked that sound to represent what was happening on screen, but it's very strange. Any guys? Man, uh, is that uh, the army guy stepping in fake dog shit? <laughs> no, that's about what it sounds like for sure. Uh, Mandy, do you know what that is? It's when um, Ray is sneezing for no reason. It was not even necessary, unless right. you were worried that he was being poisoned. But I mean, it was a start, you know, yeah. He said there's too much know. dust in the air or whatever. But like, why the fuck would you use that sound as the sound of someone? Yeah, it sounds like uh, like an old, uh, I don't even know. That someone's trying to crank over a Model T, like one of those like yeah. hand crank. Or, or yeah, it's like bad. getting the air out of something or I don't know. Yeah, it's real bad. All right. I just feel like they probably had like good scenes that were on the cutting floor, you know, and then they're like, oh, let's keep that scene in where Ray yeah. just sneezes for no reason because that's relevant. It's just so weird. Yeah. All right. Next game. We killed that one, guys. Nice job. All those were gotten. Wasn't sure if they were going to get got, but they did. All right. Next game sounds like, or has a theme song, and that theme song sounds like this. First, Matt plays a backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play. Let's play backwards, forward. Uh, and of course, that theme song was provided by listener Stacy. And uh, the game goes like this. I'm going to play you a backward phrase of four words and then i'm going to play you four possibilities that that could be and you tell me which one it is first thing you're going to hear is the backward phrase and i'm going to play it over and over again so here we go and then i'll move on to the next part so here's the backwards portion over and over again here we go all right so that was the backward phrase over and over again and now i'm going to play it backwards and then the four possibilities ready here we go the guy's 40 years old. Nine, ten years old. Anyway, it's hot, okay? Coming from Skip's place. All right, what do you think? Was it one, two, three, or four? Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I'm going to go with one. Okay. Mandy? I was, I, yeah, I'm going to say one also. All right. Uh, as it turns out, you're both wrong. <laughs> Son of a. 
that hasn't happened in a while. Uh, it was actually number two. So I'll, I almost said plays just to, to not yeah. pick the same one, I guess, maybe two. <laughs> I'll, pl I'll play it up just to number two so you can hear it. Here we go. The guy's 40 years old. Nine, 10 years old. It was the nine, 10 years old. All right. That gotcha. was the first one. We have two of them this time around. Uh, all right, here we go. It's all from that same monologue. This is when he was describing the the soda jerk in the town that like <laughs> went crazy and killed his whole family. Yes. Uh, so this is a little further down the line on that one. Here we go. It's <laughs> all right, hold on. I'm going to give that one a little more volume real quick. Here we go. <laughs> I feel like that's the first one where I could actually almost say it. I can probably say that out loud backwards. All right, here we go. We're gonna give you the whole mess. You tell me which one it is. One, two, three, or four. Here we go. Dead. Murdered. By Skip. Think that's funny, Ricky? The state health inspector. Hi, your house stinks. <laughs> All right, what do you think is it? One, two, three, or four? Oh my goodness. We can uh, restate for you. Skip Scarfing Yacht. Yeah. And I just want to point out again also uh, the uh, none of this matters. Uh, there are no winners. And uh, the you you put the uh, responsibility of this onto yourself, really. If you I don't, you know, this is new to me. I don't remember doing this on the other the other cast. It, it could yeah, be. you probably haven't played this game yet. Fairly new. I'm going to I'm just going to say three because I I don't know. Sure. Uh, this I never said it was a good game, Adam. This is just something. No, I know. like it. I'm just like my my. I, yep, I get it. Mandy, it's hurting you... my brain. Um, I'm gonna say one again. All right, you are both wrong again. Damn it, son of a. Uh, and I'm just gonna tell you guys, it was number four. It was this house stinks or whatever. <laughs> this one uh, was so well. Honestly, I always have headphones on, so yeah. this whole episode has been really hard for me to hear. For and sure. Adam doesn't have headphones on either, so I think that I'm gonna blame that fact that we yeah. couldn't get it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that's it, folks. That's the end of the, uh, you know, games portion of the show. Uh, all in all, we did pretty good, I think. Very good. Uh, and now it's time to talk about what we just didn't talk about yet. Adam, was there anything you'd hope that we'd mention about this movie that we did not mention? Hold on. Let me look at my notes. Okay. Okay. You're going you're gonna to lose my shiny head for a second. Beautiful face. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, they find... Um, uh, <sighs> <laughs> oh well for starters the creepy neighbors uh address is 669 <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and um also when they find is his name walter the old man they find his toupee yeah she thinks it's a rat or whatever. That's something that I also wonder, is that culturally still, like, for uh, uh, the newer generation, is that a thing? Do men still? And listen, I should be a guy who would have looked into it, but, uh, like, are toupees still a thing? And if they are, is it just for, like, oh, like once I hit 65, I'm like, all right, now, now people will forget that I was bald. Right. I think it's for <laughs> after you're done going to the office. Like, you're no longer... You no longer have to see the same people every day. And now you can just be like, I'm a whole new person. Right. So you can, you can, it, it basically, it's when you can trick the most people. Right. Yeah. You just got to be in disguise pretty much for the rest of your life at that point. If you decide to go that route, I guess. 
So huh. that's exciting. I think the standards, the standards for beauty have gone up. So um, now you have to have like an actual procedure done and just, hope that you don't look like you have like grass growing out of the top of your head. <laughs> right. They're so bad though. It's just, it's almost nearly impossible to have a good toupee. Sure. Um, he comes back, right? Walter comes back. Doesn't the yeah. car pull up and they see them getting his walker out. So he was alive the whole time. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but then I don't think they ever show him or something. Yeah. Yeah, they okay. show him getting out of the car. He had, kinda, he, yeah, yeah he, but he climbs um, out of the car kind of squirrely. And then he's like, all right, well, he's still kicking. So whatever. Um, Adam, I needed to point out to you, I can, uh, assuming based on just my purchase alone, you've now jumped to uh, spot number four uh, on the top comedy uh, al- albums. Uh, for Let's go. You're now ahead of Mr. Weird Al Yankovic. Numero quattro. You know, Weird Al has always been a fucking hack to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a big fan of Weird Al. That's that's another genre of comedy that's been kind of lost. But uh, okay, I'll take it. First I will concert, take it. First concert I ever went to was a Weird Al concert. Um, speaking of old school, as this movie is, what what do you guys know? What is it called at the end of the movie where they like reshow the characters and the and the the name of the actor or actress? I don't. Is that know. called something? I'm sure it's called something, but yeah, they put those like panels up at the end, and it's like this guy with a whatever know. music. Because I kind of like that. Me too. Same. Yeah. It lets you know who you were dealing with and whatnot. Yeah, I like yeah, it. And it's I usually agree. they only do it after like a comedy or like a happy movie. Yeah, they would never do that after you watched like yeah. you know. You're not gonna be like, hey, remember when this guy died? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna. <laughs> never after like a horror movie or like a, a drama. Right. Right. Yeah. But all right, that's, uh, I mean, that's the end of this nonsense. I, I mean, Schindler's List, can you imagine? That would be- <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah. want to know what the actress's name, the little girl in the red dress, what was her name? Yeah, it's just yeah. A, a the little boy that had to jump into the outhouse. I want to know what his name was. <laughs> yeah. Mandy, uh, is there something about this movie that we didn't mention that you thought we should? No, I think we covered it. Yeah, I, I think. Too. Oh, we didn't talk about how Corey Feldman breaks the fourth wall at the very end. That was That wasn't necessary. I didn't feel yeah. like, I thought it was dumb. For sure. Yeah, I love this neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. Like it would have been different if like he had been telling the story the whole time or something. Like sure. But just all Does of a sudden. Look at he the was, camera? Yeah. Yeah, he like, looks at the camera. Oh, like, I didn't even God, I love I, the street. I heard him say it, but I didn't even I didn't even realize he looked at the camera. They, that's dumb. Why? <laughs> <laughs> the whole fucking movie was dumb, but I liked it. It was It right. is very stupid, but I kind of miss dumb movies yeah. like that. I feel right? like I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, I was what I was really hoping that in the end that the family would be like afraid of the neighbors like that was the reason why because everybody kept staring at them and they were just like why are these are neighbors so psychotic and that was the whole point but yeah well I mean the the nowadays it would just be like somebody suspicious of their neighbor because he's cutting his grass and he's black <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> Which, i mean they have made it th- th- that movie a couple of times over at this point yeah uh, yeah yeah and they're on their cell phone. <laughs> uh so i guess we should just mention too uh in all uh as this movie pans out we do find out that the neighbors were actually terrible people uh they were, they were like burning people and burying them in their house and uh yeah so they were bad people so uh it justifies their suspicions the whole time which doesn't help anything. It we really don't ever get any details, though. Like, what if yeah. they were just helping people who couldn't afford cremations? That's yeah, yeah. You never or yeah, assisted suicide. These people were in real bad shape, and they were like, "We're gonna help them out." 
Well, and the thing that doesn't make sense is he's like, you took my skull, now I'm going to take yours. But he he had a whole trunk full of skulls. What did he need one more for? Yeah, I don't know. He's very self, very stingy with the skulls. You can't take one out of the set, though, and then not have... (laughs) And then... What was he doing with them? Like, they never explain it. Like, you're just like, oh, okay. I thought it was nice of him to threaten uh, Tom Hanks with a booster, though, at the end in the ambulance. (laughs) Going to give him his third shot. He was very anti-vax. That was the whole point of the movie. (laughs) All right, uh, Adam, this is the point where we ask all of our guests to kind of see, you know, where you gauge this thing is, would you watch this movie again? Oh, yeah, I would. I'm going to watch it with my child. There you go. All right. As soon as they're born. I mean, it's... As soon as they're born. (laughs) I'm not going to get a Tom Hankerin to watch this again for probably at least a decade. Nice. Really, really pulled it off that time around. (laughs) Proud of that. So, Um, yeah. I think I, I might watch it this weekend with Mark if we have downtime and that, we're still awake. <laughs> that, that deserves its own drop, Adam. There you go. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, Mandy, you said you'll watch it again with Mark? Maybe if we can get a chance. Yeah, now that it's free. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I had to sign up for it. And I, had to, like, I did too. <laughs> for Peacock or whatever. Yeah, same too. I didn't. I thought I already had the, the old cock, but. Had to sign back up. I was willing to buy this movie, and you cannot buy it. Like, you can't get it on iTunes. You can't get it on, like, Amazon. You can't rent it. You can't even buy it on YouTube? You can't rent. Well, I don't check YouTube, but you can't rent it from Amazon or iTunes. And I was like, fuck that. So I went to Peacock. But uh, I will not watch this movie again. I've had my fill of it. I've seen it twice in the last six months, and that's probably all I'll need to see of this movie. So that's the idea. And now, Adam, it's time for plugs. Uh, what do you got? I mean, other than this fucking album that's just rocketing its way up the charts. Uh, Wait, what do you tell got? people where they can get it because you can like, call I, this I, hair plugs. Well, um, one of the places you can get it is Apple Music slash iTunes. Uh, I've asked a lot of people in my family and they don't even have Apple Music. So if you got an Android because you're a poor person or whatever the case may be, um, no, I actually I think I may switch to the droid uh, next time around. But um if you don't have access to Apple Music or uh, iTunes, it's also on Amazon Music, uh, Google Music, which I think is actually YouTube Music now. And if you just want to stream it, it's on Spotify and uh, Pandora. You can probably even find it on regular YouTube. Sure. Um, it should be on Sirius XM soon if you got Sirius and you listen oh to the county gosh, stations. Awesome. So uh, pretty much everywhere. But yeah, okay. I would I would recommend though uh, buying it because if you just please buy it, it, all all you do with streaming it, they just give you the setups and they don't give you any of the punchlines when you stream it. So just make sure if you want to hear. Yeah, the right. Show, you don't. You gotta have punchlines. Please get, find a way to get on Apple Music and purchase it, or come to a show soon, and uh, you can you can buy the album. I got download cards. You just put the download code into the website. Uh, the uh, record labels website and you'll download it and i actually have a show in portage december 11th oh i'm so, so there then get it i am huh? going yeah i am so there perfect All where right. is that it's at? jared hibbs show I, i'm not oh yeah the, uh, at, uh, the travelers. travelers yeah there you yeah. go yes oh my That's gosh i'm so there yay perfect. date night <laughs> what's the latest well, i know we're still recording but what's what's going on with the uh the place in hastings matt 
Uh, nothing yet. We're still working on it. I uh, I messaged them a few months ago, and they're just—I think it's staffing. Is they are they open yet? What's going on in Hastings? They shut down. Actually, just they just reopened today after being shut down for about four days. They had had. What is the What does the governor show up to the place and start slapping people on the wrist with rulers or what? Yeah, yeah. No, it's just staffing because the way they are set up, they've got to run the full restaurant and the comedy show simultaneously. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's rough. They don't have enough staff to do both sufficiently and they don't want to half-ass anything so yeah they're just trying to stay afloat at this point like trying to keep themselves open so right we'll get to it but i did uh round up another show i've got uh a lineup on a show uh at the bear uh the battle creek country club uh which is where i'm going tonight after we're done with the podcast uh oh wow i'm gonna try to talk them into doing it like a quarterly show or or something like that so that'd be awesome man yeah yeah good for you that sounds fancy white linen that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, always trying. That's to not what I think out. of when I think of Battle Creek, Michigan. Battle Creek Country Club. I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Uh, it's beautiful, guys. Um, anyhow, Mandy, uh, do you have anything you want to point people toward in the real life? Um, nope. Go buy Adam's album, guys. He's super, super funny. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, I definitely go help him. He's having a baby, and plus, right. you're gonna laugh your ass off. So yeah, I'm gonna be texting, calling. Uh, FaceTiming both of you for for child advice pretty soon here. So oh, sure, expect sure. to call around 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, all right. So for me, obviously, you can't go to that show on uh, tonight because that will have already happened. And it was a private show. And I seriously doubt anyone listening is part of the Battle Creek Country Club. So uh, I've got another show coming up in December. Just find me on Facebook and I'll post about it then. Uh, and that's the only other show I have in the books at the moment. So. We're working on that. We got to get back out there and get some comedy going. Uh, but otherwise, uh, find us on Instagram. That's where you're going to find a copy of or the poster from the Burbs. We're going to remove Tom Hanks' face and we're going to add in Adam Deggie's face. It's going to be the greatest of all time. You're going to see what Adam looked like with a full head of '80s uh, Tom Hanks hair, curly T oh. Hanks hair. That's hot. I'm I'm so ready for it. Yeah, you'll, you'll see what's going to happen over on Instagram. So find us there. And, uh, and maybe after the, after this, you'll get a toupee. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh God, I'm thinking about it. Just pre-order. No, I'm just gonna cover my head with fake dog shit. <laughs> Terrible. It gets expensive. Uh, <laughs> it's not in the budget. You're having a kid. <laughs> All right. Yep. So at the end of this nonsense, normally I play a clip just to get me out of this. Otherwise, I'll keep on rambling. And today, that clip is gonna sound like this. Ray, do you want him to take your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of satanic pate? Ray, you're chanting. Ray, Ray, look. Ray, unconscious chanting. You're chanting. All right, that's it. Thank you, guys. I would hate that guy, too. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. I love you. Bye. I appreciate you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye.